0: On this episode of Pop and Play, Haney and my dad discuss Choose Your Own Adventure books, and they finally talk to some real experts. Kids. Instead of reading one story from beginning to end, Choose Your Own Adventure books have a branching narrative in many different endings. While Choose Your Own Adventure books were new to us, Haney and Nathan used to read these books when they were kids, which was like a long time ago.
1: Hey, it wasn't that long ago.
0: You're not filling anybody.
1: In any case, Haney and I do get a bit nostalgic, and we reflect with our excellent guests on what it means for each of us to play with stories.
2: Okay, so good to have everybody um, on our next episode of Pop and Play, where we look at choose your own adventure books.
1: Pop and Play! Um, woo!
2: um and part of us wanting to do this I think it's actually two different reasons so one of them was about childhood nostalgia because I feel like we've basically spent this season going into our childhood nostalgia and doing all the things that we want to revisit about what we miss about childhood and I think the second reason is um to continue the theme of this season which is like, what are the flexible boundaries that we have around play? What's structured, what's unstructured? And we kind of came across this as a text where it kind of goes in both directions, right? There's like a structure to it and a way that you're supposed to play or read it, Uh, but there's also like an unstructured instance to it, right? Because you kind of can choose your own adventure, right? You have a little bit of agency in what you do, and so, Um, So I want to go out on a limb and say, like, back in the 80s, 90s, whenever Choose Your Own Adventures kind of came onto the scene, it was kind of like different for its time, right? Or maybe it was like, indicative of the time because I also remember, Ooh. like, do you remember those five-minute mystery things like Encyclopedia Brown stuff?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs>
2: Where I feel like everything was, like, a lot, a lot about, like, maybe tricking you into reading but then also giving you some agency in that. I don't know. I think
1: I think that's right. I mean, so maybe I'll take a step back and just give a brief description of what a Choose Your Own Adventure book is. Sounds and great. And then I think, you know, we can kind of connect to that, to that particular point. So... If, if for those of you who aren't familiar, for those of you who are not of a certain age, uh, choose your own adventure books were these relatively smallish books um, that pretty quickly, within two or three pages, uh, you would you know you'd read some text. For example, one of the ones that we read was about you know being in space, and so the first couple pages tell you ah you're born on this spaceship and you're you're. Uh, out in the middle of the deep, you know, the deep galaxies or whatever. And and now uh, if you choose to try to fly to this planet, go to page seven. And if you choose to fly to this planet, go to page 28 or whatever. Um, so at the end of, you know, one or two pages, it gives you a choice. What do you want to do next? And then you flip over to that page and the story continues based upon that choice you made. And eventually you might make a choice that, you know something catastrophic happens, and it says the end. Mm-hmm. Kind of to your point about uh, Encyclopedia Brown and, and other books like that, they're really qu- each story is quite short. I mean, you can get through one story in a matter of minutes. You know, I think the first time I was uh, reading one of these books recently for this for this particular episode, and I think I got to the end of the first story within maybe three minutes. I mean, it was it ended. <laughs> I, I died quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah but do you feel like it was the content of the books that you liked, or was it the gimmick of it?:
1: I think a little bit of both. Um, mm. I, I you know some of these books uh were really weird and and like the kinds of adventures are not like the kinds of things that i was that I had read in other books before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so certainly the the content themselves was kind of fun and and you know fantastical, but definitely the gimmick was great
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about this um, thing that Lucius wrote about the promise of free will. And it is like such a, as I was reading it this time as an adult (laughs) and not as a child, um, I realized that I did not actually pay attention a lot to the content of it. It was more about like flipping the pages and deciding where to go. Um, But there was something about like thinking that I was in control of the narrative when really like you weren't actually, (laughs) it is like the whole dilemma of free will or, you know, do we have a choice or are we just moving to the tune of somebody's drum? Right. Um, but it's like that promise of like, or the thinking that you actually chose your own adventure. (laughs) That is very freeing (laughs) as a child.
1: One thing I was thinking about when I was doing this is both both the new and the old choose-your-own-adventure books, um, they position you as the character that's that's going, I mean, that, which is sort of necessary, right? If you're mm-hmm. supposedly making these decisions, it has to be you that's making the decisions, yeah. uh, which is different than even a lot of, like, video games where you sort of take on the role of someone else. Here we are the character, um, and and in the new one in the in the comic book version of this they the the way one of the ways they deal with that is by the pictures are all sort of a first person perspective so you're always mm-hmm. seeing out of the eyes of the character mm-hmm. as opposed to some sort of a third person view mm-hmm. uh, which that was except for when you die when you die you generally see your yourself your the the character being killed in some form or other mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um but I don't know, I think that's really, I think that's pretty interesting, that, that choice that they're making to try to tr- put you in the position of the character to say, I.
2: I mean, because didn't you think that a lot of this at, you know, reading in retrospect is kind of like video games and role-playing games? For um, sure. And sort of like that same, like it's nothing now, right? Because there's so many interactive ways to engage with quote-unquote text, um, whether right. it's like books or video games or something online or digital. Um, And back then that was like not as common Um, because I think even back then video games were not necessarily like you playing a role and taking up, making choices, right? It was just like you ate a whole bunch of dads and were Pac-Man or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, probably, but but there, but there I mean I, I definitely think I was drawn to these books in part because of their game like qualities, and I was mm. very much into video games, so I think there was kind of this interactivity to it that I, that I really was drawn to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of being able to make decisions in the story to sort of see how it would unfold was was really uh, also a big draw to me I, I I will say I'm clicking through their website right now though, and I don't remember a lot of these books. Um, mm. And maybe I read a different, like maybe there was a, a couple companies that made these, perhaps. I don't remember the one, for example, War with the Evil Power Master. That's <laughs> a really incredible title for a book. I may mean, need to check that one out. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, but they were, they were covering a lot of different territory, a lot of different kinds mm. of adventures that we'd go on. Mm. But I definitely read every single one that was available to me. I read all the ones that we had in the library. And I, and I think I remember even sort of requesting the librarian get some more because, you know, we needed more of these books. <laughs> but for me, it's very tied to a particular time in my life where I was reading either Choose Your Own Adventure books or The Hardy Boys. Those are like mm-hmm. my two <laughs> the mm-hmm. two kinds of books that I would read. And uh, similarly, you know, Hardy Boys is a mystery. So maybe there is something about this kind of mystery quality uh, mm-hmm. to these books that kind of connected them. to Yeah. P-
2: you know what I was just thinking um, there's something about series that also draw me into it because it doesn't like there's like another part to it, which is sort of like yeah. what I think about myself as a TV viewer now is I don't like movies that much. Like I like series, like I like episode hmm. one and then I like there to be like 10 more episodes. Yeah. You <laughs>
1: that want I the story to kind keep of going. Like,
2: yeah. So there's something about that that I was really
1: drawn to. Well, and these books, I mean, essentially are that, right? It's like, a, like mm-hmm. one book is a self-contained series. You're going to mm-hmm. get, you know, 10 different versions. Well, this one has 28 endings, it turns out, to choose from. So you're going to get all these different <laughs> endings. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And, I, and I'm sort of similar. I, I, whenever I, I, I read a lot of fantasy and sci-fi type books, and, I almost, mm-hmm. and almost all of those are series, right? You, mm-hmm. you start one, and you're going to get another two or three at least. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, that, there, is, there may be something to that. I asked my son if he would be interested in doing this. I said, I have this book. I'm curious if you'd want to read it, and then maybe talk to me or talk to somebody else about the book. He was kind of like, eh, eh, I don't know, maybe. And then I sort of handed him the book and he kind of started looking at it. And he like I mean, I, we were like sitting at the table together and he sort of started looking at it. And then like he just kept going and he kept reading it. And he like and then he like he would start flipping the pages, and then he'd flip back. So he like immediately kind of got the game. Um, and then he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'll take a look at it." And so then he like put it in his backpack, and then he came home. And I was like, "Hey, did you, you know, did you look at that book anymore?" He's like, "Yeah, it's really good. I'd love to do that." <laughs> like he, oh, he like so immediately crazy. got into it. Uh, yeah. and he's a pretty big reader, so he does a lot of reading. But like the, the book, you know, the hook worked like perfectly yeah. for him. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think there's something about these books that, um, that page flipping, that kind of adventure story, that uh, fact that there's lots of there's a series of stories that you can encounter. Yeah, it's a very compelling way to read a book for a young person.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we can't bet we can't talk about it from a child's perspective, right? We have like nostalgia and memories, and yeah. you know our telling of those memories that kind of um, color how we think of the, think of this book. So next, we're really curious as to how kids experience the book, mm. the interactive qualities of it and all of that. So we're really interested and excited to talk to kids as they experience Choose Your Own Adventure. Let's start with introductions. Shima and Kokoska are twins.
0: One nice. minute difference. I'm older. By one minute.
2: Oh, you're older? You're the old one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> By one minute. Oh, wow. And um, my favorite animal is a horse. I'm saving that for
1: Nice. <laughs> We're also joined by my son, Emerson.
0: Ed told me it would take 10 minutes. I don't really care that it takes longer, though. Good. Oh, thanks.
2: And of course, Sahana.
0: I'm from... Sahana. I'm nine and a half, nearly three quarters. I act <laughs> like I'm 11. I don't care. <laughs> Sometimes I'm three. I don't know why.
1: Sounds perfect. <laughs> So if you guys like watching cool new TV shows or cartoons or playing video games or reading new books, that's kind of what we're, that's what we talk about on our podcast. Oh, Shima's, Shima's nodding his it? head.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's nodding his head vigorously. Wait, what book are you reading right now? Um, Hardy Boys. Oh, Hardy. Oh, oh my gosh. Nathan loves that.
1: I love it. I love the Hardy Boys. <laughs> well done.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, you too? <laughs> nice. Kokaska says yes. Sana, do you My read bookcase
0: Sana- is stuffed. When I'm bored, uh, I read a book. That is what I do. <laughs> we read way too much, so my dad made a rule that we can't read from 10 to five because we don't do any exercise. Uh, <laughs>
1: mm. Wow, nice. if only we needed that rule in our house. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if, um, if you guys wouldn't mind, I have kind of a little bit of a game To start us out with. All right. So I made a very short, (laughs) like very short, choose your own adventure. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to read to you the first page of our choose your own adventure. And then there's going to be four choices. And since there's four of you, each of you can take one of the choices. And I'll read to you what happened. So here we go. Here's the situation. Here's page one. You wake up Tuesday morning and find that somehow in the middle of the night, You've fallen into the Mushroom Kingdom, home of Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, and Toad. In the distance, you see a pipe, a flag, a vine, and a question block. Okay. Kokoska, do you want to go first? Where do you, Which thing do you want to go to? The pipe, flag, vine, or question block?
0: The question block.
1: How did I know that would be the first one somebody would choose? All right. The question block. You see a question block in the distance. You know what that means power ups. You jump as high as you can and punch the block over your head. A huge mushroom appears. Just as you grab it, you feel your legs and your arms begin to stretch. You notice that you can see further than you ever have before as your head raises higher and higher from the ground. You've grown! You're huge! You punch a block of bricks and watch them shatter. You stomp on a slowly approaching turtle. You've grown so large and strong that nothing can stand in your way. You run faster than ever. You leap and... And... Everything goes dark. You've fallen in a hole. Game over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, tell us...
1: <laughs> Sorry, tell you, us had a, you had a good run for a minute there.
2: <laughs> Wait, tell us why you chose the question block. Um, because it... Sounded like a
0: mystery. I was about to say the same thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, how, how did that? Uh, how did that experience make you feel, Kikoska?
0: I was really surprised. <laughs>
1: yes. Surprise. Excellent. Have you played Mario Brothers before? No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Okay, so despite Nathan's efforts to make a game kids would really get into, we realized that only one of the kids, Nathan's own son, had played Super Mario.
1: Parenting victory.
2: (laughs) Victory indeed. (laughs) So later on in the story, Sahana, let me remind you, who was 9 going on 11, said a very offensive statement critiquing our childhood favorite.
0: It didn't make any sense to get a bunch of coins (laughs) in a pipe.
1: Even though the kids struggled to understand the implications of their choices in the Mario game, they had a pretty good idea of the different kinds of choices that they could make in the choose-your-own-adventure books, and they divided them into two categories.
0: Try to choose good decisions when reading it, and sometimes I decide to do bad decisions reading through it. I take the bad
1: ones. Because some of you guys were saying that you you guys were agreeing. Emerson said sometimes he chooses the bad choice. And you guys were agreeing, yeah, sometimes I choose the bad choice. Like, what is the bad choice? Um, How do you know like which choice the is the good choice?
0: The crazy ones. The Like in the Tyrannosaurus crazy. case, it's like the attack one. I go okay. along with sensible, responsible operations. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, so so the bad choices are, like, the dangerous choices. Yeah, like, dangerous,
0: um, crazy, um, fighting, and also it can be something like, maybe you should call, like, emergency, or you, I instead just choose, I will do it myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did
2: pick a lot of the ones where I had to do it myself, because I was like, yeah, forget this.
1: So that's a good point. So you guys could, you guys... Um, Sounds like you read it more than once. You know, you read a story and then you went back and you read another story. Is there any other like little kind of ways in which you read the book that was maybe different than reading a regular book? Go ahead.
0: Like every page, you sh- I mean, how you choose at something and then it keeps on going every page. And, blah, 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 and it's uh, it can be any, it can be, there's a bunch of different endings. It could be and, uh, unlike another book, which there's only one ending.
1: Right. Well, and like Shima said, that at one time he said that he um, made a choice and he flipped the page and he just saw the words at the end. And so he went right back and he made the different choice. Is that something you guys did? Did anybody else do that?
0: This one's my favorite ending. So I become a space general of a research project. And it might think it's bad because you're a general, so you'll go in war and apparently die. But they said it's a peaceful country. We'll not go in war. Often, the f- only world that's happened in our whole history is <clears throat> was one thousand million years ago. Actually, light one thousand million light years ago. Has has <laughs> has anyone got to the, the farthest end? I have.
1: What is okay. there?
0: What is it? Um, it's wait the last page ending, right? Yeah. Your whole spaceship explodes with a circuit overload. <laughs> Okay. And I, I sneaked one of the pages, and it said, "Re, you went back in time. Restart from the beginning."
1: (laughs) No. Yeah, that was horrible.
0: Those are horrible. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. um, What's different with other books is that this, like (coughs) these stories, it can be really short or really long. Mm mm-hmm
2: Did you, did anybody try to make it as long as possible? Was that a goal that some people had while reading?
0: I got pretty far on one of them. I got pretty, I mean, like, there's like three pages left of the book. I lasted at least an hour. Do you want to know how I lasted an hour?
1: One hour? Yeah.
0: Really? I went back. Oh I went God. I ended up in the one that you start over and then I kept going to that one and then I lasted an hour but in the end I, <laughs> I I went to a different page by accident and then I apparently succeeded. <laughs> Boom.
2: I mean, I remember doing that as a kid. I would always like try to make the longest possible experience that I could. Um Sahana, you were shaking your head. No, when I said that I tried to make the longest ending possible did you not
0: want to do that if it was a long ending and it was good then fine so as long as it's a good ending I don't care but I try to make it as short as possible because in this one I only got to up to page um 22.
1: So I have a question we were talking earlier that you, you guys read this book differently than you read other books and I'm curious about how you feel about that I mean does this is this um, just a different f- fun e- book experience? Is it do you prefer this to reading books that are kind of straightforward? Kukarska?
0: Comics, graphic novels, normal books. Actually, to your own adventure might be third, and then normal books is fourth.
1: I want to. He- I want to hear your. I want to hear your thinking, Sahana.
0: It's very hard, right? Because it's a little bit like you don't know what's coming next. In another in another book, it's more straightforward. But if you don't like straightforward stuff and you just want to go along with, if you just want to make choices, then you could use, you could, I guess you would like to choose advent, your own adventure more. Though so sometimes I like other novels because you know exactly what they're about. Only choose your own adventures gives you like this one big topic. They don't really explain what's going to be inside of it. Otherwise, the blurb would be the whole book. The title would be the whole book. This is about a girl and something blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> so, Haney, we just got done talking to uh, four super delightful kids about these books that you and I remember very distinctly from our childhood. What, how did you feel about kind of seeing that reflected uh, through these kids and their experiences with these books?
2: Yeah, I mean, other than um, Sahana poo-pooing Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> I did feel like I was actually felt very validated that they liked it. I was, I don't know if I was, I don't know if I wasn't, I wasn't surprised necessarily because I yeah. think reading is not just about like words on a text, right? It's also like how you engage and embody, um, you know, it's an embodied experience, right? And right. so I think She's yeah. Human Adventure is like almost like a game. Um but- and you kind of run back and forth through different scenarios and so i felt validated that they enjoyed it and it was actually really surreal to watch kids that were like around our age when we were reading them go through the process of it
1: yeah that's totally true and 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 also to hear how similar the way in which they experienced it was right like they they talked a lot about oh i'm going to choose all the bad you know, choices and see what happens. Or, you know, I'm gonna uh, flip to the end and see one of the pictures that looks like an ending that, that looks interesting and then try to figure out how to get there by going backwards. I mean, that's something I definitely did when I read them. So to see them do that too was really cool.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, how did it feel to have Emerson read it with you?
1: There is something interesting about this though. You know, giving kids something from your childhood and sort of seeing how they react to it. I mean, that is in many ways the game of being a parent. You're constantly like, trying to bring stuff you care about, stuff you're interested in, to these new humans. It's a constant um, swinging door between them being so into it and then you getting to sort of share that joy with them, and then the other side of them being like, "This is dumb. Please don't ever do this again." <laughs> and you just being so, you know, like heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. It's just the, the day—a day in the life of a parent, I think. Yeah. The last thing we want to do, um, we're a little bit over time, so we'll do this quickly. But the last thing we want to do is something that we call what's poppin'. Wow. And what's poppin' is like what's cool, what's fun, what are you into right now? And so what we'll do is we'll, we'll go around uh, the group and each person can just say something, a piece of media. So like a movie or a book or a comic or a game that you're playing and that you're really into. And tell us a little bit about it um and uh then we'll all learn something new we'll learn some new cool thing that we should check out okay emerson what's popping
0: book harry potter movie harry potter i still need to re- <laughs> I still need to watch the five and fifth and sixth movie i can't re- watch it next to my sister maybe since she still haven't read the finished the fourth book she just started it and plus she's not actually reading it anyway so um but um and 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 yeah, that's and I'm in a I'm I'm playing a video game right now.
1: What video game are you playing?
0: It's like a Paper Mario game.
1: Paper Mario. So Paper Mario's popping, Harry Potter's popping. All right. Kokoska, what's what's popping for you?
0: I'm reading Hardy Boys and I'm I'm watching uh Harry Potter.
1: I loved the Hardy Boys books when I was a kid.
0: Okay, Shima, go ahead. The book I read the books I'm reading right now is um the Hardy Boys and my favorite so far is the Tower Treasure. And actually the Flying Express, no. The Secret Panel is number one. And I wanna watch uh Harry Potter number I don't know. Five. Yeah, five.
1: Those all sound fun. Excellent. Uh Sahana. What are you into right now?
0: Inku? Art. Art, art. Avocados. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I had to be excused.
1: We'd like to thank our special guests this week. Emerson, Shima, Kokoska, and Sahana. Special thanks to Emerson and Maisie for putting up with their father, and for their fantastic openings and closings of this episode.
2: That was a good time. Here's wishing all our listeners adventures of their own choosing, full of mystery, games, and art and avocados. Pop and Play is produced by Haney Yoon, Nathan Holbert, Lalitha Vasudevan, and Joe Rina Ferry at Teachers College, Columbia University, with the Digital
1: Futures Institute. This episode was edited by Jen Lee, Billy Collins, and Lucius Van Joe. For a transcript and to learn more, visit tc.edu slash popandplay.
2: This episode was produced by Lucius Bonjo.
1: Our music is selections from Leaf Eater by Pottington Bear, used here under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial license. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.